What if every experience, every hardship, every obstacle was given to you, not to break you, but to mold you and strengthen you? What if the center of your suffering was actually the key to ultimate health? And what if your own pain was meant to be the catalyst for your greatest purpose? Welcome to Buddha Belly Life, empowering purpose, mind to microbiome. Here's a question. So I don't expect you to have all the answers to this, but because <laughs> so I specialize in the brain gut connection and gut health. So I certify coaches in gut health. Right. And so and with my passion for mental health, um, the gut is just a huge deal. So as a health coach, I'm sure you're familiar to whatever degree that is. So alcohol and the brain gut connection is something that I feel needs to be talked about. What are your thoughts on alcohol and our diet and our gut and our brain? Mm-hmm. Um, just from a, a, a coaching standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is such a good one, right? And we talk about gut health in the program because it has such an impact on your overall health. And, you know, we know that a lot of serotonin is made in, in your gut as well, which is that feel good neurotransmitter that I'm sure you talk about a lot that regulates mood and sleep and anxiety and depression. and when your gut is happy, you feel happier too. And I discovered this when I first embarked on my health coaching journey where we were encouraged to experiment on ourselves. So you write down something that you eat and like two hours later, you write down how you feel. And then how do you feel that night? And how do you feel the next day? And you start to see these patterns of like, oh, wow, when I eat these good foods, I feel good. I feel happier. I feel more energetic. I also feel like more um, enthusiastic about life. I feel like I want to connect with others. Like it actually transforms not only your physical health, but this whole mental capacity and when we drink alcohol we destroy the good bacteria in the gut and so Mm. this is why we talk about it um in the in the program because it's so important to to sort of like detox from from alcohol but also to to restore things as well like when we we've been drinking for a long time and that those um, neurotransmitters and neurochemicals and stuff are all being uh, thrown out of whack. We need to bring them back on track. And what I used to find was that, you know, my serotonin was very low, I believe, because I couldn't seem to feel happy without alcohol. And so, you know, of course, life felt very dull and boring. And I used to be scared of like, but it'll be like every day is a weekday if I stop drinking, you know, it'll be so boring. And that was because I was, I'd lost touch with joy. And I really think my gut health had a lot to do with that. Just the simple pleasures of everyday life. And when we stop drinking and we start getting more in in um, touch with our bodies and start listening to the feedback that it's giving us, um, it really can set us on this new journey where we have a deeper connection with our own bodies and where we feel um, more joy and more connection with all of life. And for me in particular, I uh, towards the end, I was drinking so much that I really destroyed my gut health for a long time. So I had to then embark on a two-year journey to to heal it and to undo some of the damage. Um, and as I did that, like I really started to notice that difference in mood as well as the physical health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found it fascinating. I mean, when I know that some um, of the professionals that I work with, um, that work with some of the really top probiotic um 
strains and, and uh, supplements that I prefer to use with clients. They do a lot of research and stuff. And and we've been we were talking recently, and they were saying how I think it was if it studies one of the recent studies has shown that people that drink even one about one drink a day is all it took 80 percent had SIBO so that's small intestine bacterial overgrowth um and SIBO I mean if you're a lot of people struggle with it but it is just it it can be really tricky to get rid of because it's just feeding that gram negative bacteria and it's migrating up into that upper intestine and then we're feeding it constantly and the acid buildup in the top of your stomach like a lot of those hangover symptoms that we experience I remember just the heart palpitations and the gut ache and the anxiety um the high like burning feeling and stuff a lot of that stuff is is destroying our gut and what I thought, what I think is really interesting too is just how it's all so connected. Cause like you say, our gut is responsible for, for producing our serotonin and our dopamine. And we drink a lot. You know, people will drink because of the momentary hits of, of happy, happy juice, you know, literally, you know, no pun intended, the momentary hits of happy juice, but then it depletes it and it hurts our gut. And, a messed up gut messes with your brain. So it increases our compulsive behaviors. It increases our depression. And then we turn to self-medicate more. And it's just this vicious cycle. And I like that you touched on essentially despair and a loss of joy because I think it's important that more, more people talk about that so that they realize that this is the alcohol. This isn't your life. This is the substance and the decrease of happy juice that's going through your body it is not forever and you know on the other side of that there is joy and there is happiness like real joy the kind you really feel the kind that's consistent that doesn't spike up on friday night and absolutely drop you for four days following yes gosh yes and it's such an important point because when you are in that sort of cycle where you are feeling bad and you're feeling low it's hard to imagine what it can be like and it can often be like a coming home to yourself like as you start to to feel better you're like oh I remember now when I was a kid I found joy in watching a butterfly for for half an hour you know when I was a kid I had found joy in all these things before I started drinking and it's can just be this um reawakening Awakening. Mm-hmm. And ambition. Mm-hmm. Ambition. That was something. So, so like I said, my husband and I, we have six kids between wow. us. Wow. family. Yeah, it is, it is absolutely nuts. And we're both very driven. We're both entrepreneurs. We both have businesses. Um, and I love Mondays. I'm one of those weirdos that loves Mondays because I get to do something really awesome. And I get to help people and I love it. And I get to escape my kids for a few hours and do it. <laughs> and when we would drink, the aftermath of that, just it just depleted everything. All of our productivity, our oomph, my creativity, my, I mean, just everything. So it was like, we, I, I would say it was like borrowing from our future. Right. We'd have a couple hours one night and then everything else was garbage for days. And if you really understood that, like, would you still choose it? Would you say, yeah, here, life, I'll take a little extra high for a few hours and I'll trade you three days worth of low? No, (laughs) we would not trade that. (laughs) 
<laughs> the ambition, right? <laughs> it's exactly, especially when you look back. Like if you think about, I know it's quite morbid to think about the end of your life, but if you do, then you, and you look back, you realize how precious and how fast it really is. And you start to think, well, is that how I really would have wanted to, to spend it? And one of the mantras that kept me going in, in early sobriety when I was conducting my initial experiment was like, well, you know what life is like drinking. You've had <laughs> decades of experience with that. Like, why don't we try something new? Don't you want to see what happens? Don't you want to try try a new life experience? And I think that can be um, really helpful when you are conducting any, any kind of lifestyle change is to think, well, why don't we find out? Like we want more life experiences, right? We want to grow and evolve as humans. So this is a great way to do it. Do you have a desire for fulfillment? Does helping people tap into their own health mentally, emotionally, and physically fire you up? Do you believe in the impact of the gut microbiome on overall wellness? You may be an HWCA coach. For more info on our cutting edge health coach trainings, visit hwcacoach.com. You know, with the with the pandemic and everything, I mean, we already had like, you know, epidemic levels of mental health. You know, we know that. Um, and when the pandemic happened, it skyrocketed. And I was just so disappointed to see alcohol pushed and sell. I mean, not just by people, people, everybody has their own. There's no shame in where you are in your journey. Maybe you are, maybe you are a person that can have a drink or two and put it down halfway through it and not finish the cup. I've never been that person. I don't understand those people. So there's no shame. Maybe you're somebody that like, it's just not your time. You're not ready or whatever. Like no judgment there. But like the companies were just promote. I mean, the advertisements and everything, it was like drink, 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 drink. And I'm like, we have skyrocketing suicide rates. We have massive depressions. You know, we have people that are lonely and everything. Why aren't we talking about substance abuse? Like why? Because alcohol is so commonplace because it's so accepted. You know, if you were to say it about a hardcore narcotic, you know, there people would be up in arms. They'd, you know, be ridiculous except, but the destruction that we see with alcohol, you know, it was so unfortunate to me to watch that. Yeah. It is. It's so sad because you're right. And it's sort of like the only, as we say, the only drug that you have to uh, make excuses for why you're not partaking when you go places as well. But why aren't you drinking? No one would say that about anything else, including smoking that was once normalized. So yeah, I mean, to see them here as well, there was so much um, of a push and also like having alcohol stores open as essential yes. uh, services and stuff. It was like, yeah, okay, why aren't we're teaching people coping skills rather than giving them a substance mm-hmm. to lean on. Absolutely. I know that that part was really frustrating for us here too, is this to see these businesses open when, you know, it was, they were trying to shut down our, our chiropractors and <laughs> things like that, but they're going to leave the liquor store open. And um, yeah, it was, it was unfortunate, but so um, as far, just to, just to wrap up with the whole health part, um, I can speak from experience um, in how much getting the body into alignment helps when giving up something so we don't feel like we give it up. Like, so what is the difference now? Like being on the other end of it, do you ever struggle? Um, like, how do you feel versus how you felt then? And what keeps you going? Like, is there a feeling that keeps you you going at this point? Yeah. I mean, you mean like physically, how do I, um, how do I feel? Yeah. Like, 
Yes, your your body, your mind, like, is it worth more now that you're on the other end of, because I think for a while it has to be kind of excruciating. Mm, I remember those times definitely. where it did feel boring. It did feel painful. It did feel like there was nothing to look forward to. And I think it's important for people to understand that that's a part of the process, that it will go away, that will alleviate. That's a part of, because your brain's not used to making its own happy juice yet. <laughs> You've been relying on a substance to do it and your gut's probably jacked up. And so once it gets going, it, you won't feel so low. You will have natural joy and natural, you know, juices start kicking in. Yeah, I love that. And and I think it, it's a progression as well. Like in my first three month experiment, when I got to the end of that, I was like, I do feel better. I can't imagine like how I would feel even better. And I can't imagine like going another three months with alcohol, without alcohol, but I'm curious. So let me see what six months feels like. And then after that, it was like, well, let me see what a year feels like. And I just kept expanding it like this. And I mean, now I just don't think about it because now I'm just like, I'm a non-drinker. It feels amazing. But with each sort of checkpoint, with each sort of uh, progression to six months and, and a year and so on, I noticed this vast change in how I perceive the world, how I have this amazing clarity people used to talk about all the time. And, you know, tying back to the, to the gut health, when I was drinking, I, people used to talk about intuition and I had no idea what they were talking about. I'd sort of nod and go along with it. But I was thinking, what on earth is that? They used to say, listen to your gut and and all this sort of stuff. And I had totally lost that that part of myself where I could listen to the voice within because I didn't trust myself. You know, when we make all these rules around drinking and we say, I'll I'll only drink on Friday, but then we drink Friday and Saturday, or I'll only drink three nights and then we drink on five. Now you're weak. Yeah, right. And then we break these promises to ourselves over and over again. So of course we don't trust ourselves. Why would we? It'd be like if you had a friend who kept saying to you, oh, I'm going to do this. And then they would break it every single time. Of course, you're not going to trust that they're going to follow through on anything they do. And anything that they tell you, you're going to take with a grain of salt. And I felt that way about myself. I was like, well, I don't trust myself. So any little voice that comes from within, I don't know where it's coming from. (laughs) And so uh, really when I, when I stopped drinking and I started to learn more about myself and I started to feel better and I started to experience these little moments of ordinary joy throughout the day, I would I would realize that I could start to hear this little voice from within that would tell me, you know, whether I wanted to go to an event or whether I felt like this person was telling me the truth or, you know, these little, little uh, nudges from within. And That was so precious to me because I realized that, you know, after a lifetime of betraying myself, suddenly I could find that I had my own back and the, the confidence and the security that came with that self love was like, wow, this really makes me feel more empowered throughout my entire life. So, you know, it was this, this physical getting better. And that did take a while because I had done so much damage to my physical gut health. Um, but you know, as I got better and better. And there were a few things I noticed straight away where I was like, oh, I have clearer eyes. My eyes are actually white, not not red all the time. You know, I, I, I don't feel so grumpy. My little wine pouch belly is going away. All those kinds of things happen quickly. But there were other things that were more of a slow burn that happened more slowly and more incrementally and just made it feel so valuable. So now, you know, seven years on being sober for this long, it feels even more valuable to me, like with every passing year, because I see it, it only gets better. 
Yes, that's and and when you when you experienced it, then I bet you now it's like the thought of going backwards on that road is such a farther. I mean, it would be like falling thousands of steps when you've climbed so many now. Exactly, exactly. And you you know then, you can see more clearly how your behavior was in the past to what your behavior is now, that you have more coping mechanisms. And I was so um, grateful that I had done that in a work, you know, before the pandemic started as well, because anytime some crazy things happen in our lives, when we have those healthy coping tools and mechanisms, then we can take care of ourselves rather than giving ourselves away to a toxic substance. Thank you for joining us for another empowering episode of Buddha Belly Life. For more information on gut health and mindset resources, visit BuddhaBellyLife.com. And remember, heal yourself and then empower others to do the same. <laughs>